1: Consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Basford. Doug is aboard Princess Cruise's brand new Royal Princess this week, sailing a two-night inaugural sailing from Port Everglades. How's it going down there Doug?
2: Definitely going good Matt. In fact uh, with me right now is no stranger. In fact our old buddy Stuart Sheeran the Cruise Guy here to talk about Royal Princess. Stuart welcome to Cruise Radio in person. Hey Doug it is great to see you here. You were on the ship earlier this year. We talked about it before uh, in June. Now it's here in U.S. waters. It's, it's
3: Look it's very exciting. You know the it's, it's obviously selling very well because the prices are high. Availability is uh, is pretty low, so people are thinking about sailing on Royal Princess. Now's the time to start making those bookings before the prices go even higher. But, I mean, look, she's 141,000 tons, 3,600 passengers, and she's just a, a lot of fun. Very, very elegant. Very tasteful. Now, is she going to split time between here and Europe? She will be spending uh, time, I guess, what, in April. She'll head back to Europe for her second uh, Mediterranean season. And then uh, she'll be joined uh, later in next year with
2: uh, her sister, Regal Princess. Nice. And as you know, this is my first time sailing Princess Cruises. So what kind of separates Royal Princess from the other ships in the fleet? Because the last ship was what? Ruby Princess Princess a few years ago, yeah. I mean, she's a larger ship, very, you know,
3: she's very princess, very, you know, very, again, very elegant, she's very tastefully decorated. Um, You know, she has some of the new features, the the Sea Walk, which everyone's having a, a good time with, which, you know, people don't realize, I mean, that extends 28 feet. Uh beyond the side of the ship so you're actually standing farther out of the ship than the wing of the bridge right and you're also 13 stories high so you know there's a lot of people that may have uh, vertigo that are having a tough time but it's very entertaining the the water the water fountains the movie screen I mean that's one of my favorite features of the ship it's 680 square feet which is about a 130% increase over what it was when Caribbean Princess debuted the concept of the first video screen at sea back in 2004. So almost 700 square feet of fun watching, uh, you know, your favorite shows. And of course, you know, they've been watching the World Series. Imagine watching the Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a great screen. What are your thoughts on the public areas on sea days? Well, I mean, there's there's so much to do. There's so many different places to go. There's so many restaurants and eateries. You know, the pizzeria. It's it's gonna. People are gonna really enjoy it here in, in the Caribbean because it just really provides a different experience than what you'll find on a lot of other ships. You don't have
2: to sail on something bigger yeah. to get more. Having sailed on quite a few ships, I have to say this: the buffet on this ship, the the Horizon Court, I believe. Is probably one of the best buffets at sea. Am I alone saying that? No, it's 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 very good.
3: I mean, there's a lot of cruise lines. I mean, you know, Celebrity's Ocean View is amazing. Oceana is is amazing. But this is probably top five um, of, of any of the ships. They've really made significant improvements. Remember, they got a lot of people that they got to feed, and you know, the pastry shop and. But having besides the Horizon Court, having the different eateries, you know, the the brasserie, having the you know the different options along the piazza. Which a lot of those options along the piazza are uh, are free, right? Correct. The gelato may be additional, but I mean the Alfredos, you know, the, which is the pizzeria, which was really very good. Uh, was it was and it's just it's just a lot of, it's a lot of fun. I mean you can I mean to be able to I mean when we walked into the piazza this afternoon and smelled the pizza, yeah, we like we've got to go. We
2: had to, we had to discover the source of the smell, <laughs> and let me tell you, it did not disappoint. I had one of those pizzas about uh, midnight last night, and it was it tasted very good going down. Uh, what do you think about the staterooms on the ship?
3: Uh, the, the cabins are very nice. I love the big, uh, the big screen TVs in the rooms. Mm-hmm. The onboard programming, the the you know the ability to be able to turn your TV on and be able to watch on demand movies. You know, lay the latest movies. I mean, of course, you know, coming on a ro- the Royal Prince is watching
2: Skyfall is a lot of fun. It was cool because I was actually talking about the TVs. I turned my TV on for the first time today, and I saw they have first-run movies on the screens now.
3: And, and again, that's that's part of what they're trying to do is to be able to provide a better entertainment for the passengers. And, you know, of course, it's easily, you know, the, the rooms, I mean, the nice size showers, mm-hmm. being able to, you know, the, you know go outside on, on the balcony. Remember, this is a very important 100% of the ocean view cabins on this ship have balconies not 85 not 75 so this ship is either they have some insides but the rest of the cabins are all balconies there are no just plain old ocean view cabins on board the ship
2: looking ahead to regal is it going to be about the same layout and same type of ship it will, but uh,
3: you may have noticed that the midship elevator uh, does not have a stairwell. So it, it can create some frustration when you walked all the way over to the midship that you had to go all the way back or all the way uh, forward to in order to catch the stairs to go down uh, if the elevators are moving uh, you know, a little slow. But on Regal, uh, she will have uh, the three stairwells going up and down, which will make a big difference for passengers. The shops on board, the entertainment options on board, the dining options on board. Um, are really going to make a a, a big difference for a lot of people.
2: One cool thing, Stuart, uh, I had the opportunity, thanks to you, to get me on the the bridge today to interview uh, Captain Stubing from the Love Boat, Gavin McLeod. He has a new book out right now, which was really cool, and we'll talk to him later on in the show. Wow, that's all I can say. It was just an honor to finally meet the guy. Uh, He basically gave a rebirth to the cruise industry. Modern Day
3: Cruising was launched by the Love Boat and they had no idea what was going to come out of that but you know really it was you know every every week you know we were taken on a seven day trip to the mexican riviera with the hijinks of some really great a-list celebrities who were essentially captivated by gavin mcleod and and as I've told you for years, he's incredibly nice, very down to earth, definitely, very personable, and and a lot of fun. And you know, I mean, his new book. I mean, it was great to to launch his new book uh, on board the ship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you know it's your captain speaking. He's a lot of fun, a lot of incredible stories that uh, he's going to share. So hopefully, everyone will run out to their local bookstore and, and pick up a, uh, Gavin McCloud's uh, memoir of his fifty years wow.
2: in television. He's a very engaged- engaging fellow, too, because, you know, usually doing uh, the celebrity interviews, you're allowed maybe three minutes, and their handler comes and taps you on the shoulder and, like, okay, got to move him on. But you did something kind of funny on the bridge with him today, and I know it's radio, so you got to kind of tell us what it is.
3: Well, what we'll do is we'll put that on, on cruise radio when, when it comes out. Okay. But, I mean, Gavin and I have been friends for many years, and we've done a lot of TV and radio over the years, and, uh, oh. you know, to be able to to spend, you know, time with him on, on the different ships, on the different launches is really special. And, uh, you know, we, we, we have some fun, but, uh, you know, long, long and short, uh, let, let's just say he was sitting in the captain's chair. <laughs> and, and the other captain came over and said, uh, this is uh, my chair now. And Gavin's, <laughs> Gavin's like, it's, it's, it's an old habit. Can't wait to see the video. Stuart, Here on the cruise guy. As always, buddy, good seeing you. It is great. I'm really glad that you've been able to uh, be here because, you know, Doug, it's more than a cruise. It's the love boat.
4: (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Cruise Radio News, now trending at cruiseradio.net.
1: For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying.
0: I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now.
1: tripinsurance.com.
2: This ship is amazing. What were your first thoughts when you first boarded the ship?
0: Uh, the ship is absolutely gorgeous. I've been on a couple of other Princess cruises, cruise ships that were nice, but this is spectacular. Love,
3: exciting and new.
2: Come aboard. We're
0: expecting
2: My next guest here on Cruise Radio needs no introduction, but because of my upbringing and where I'm from, it gives me the utmost pleasure to welcome Gavin McLeod, a.k.a. Captain Steuben or uh, Murray from the Mary Tyler Moore Show to Cruise Radio. Welcome, Gavin. Happy to have you.
4: Oh, I'm so happy, Doug. Thank you. What are your thoughts of the uh, Royal Princess so far? Wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. I haven't seen the whole ship, but what I've seen is wow. It's just, my friend Stuart had told me about how beautiful this ship is. I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. It's even more beautiful. I, it's just, I, I, can't, I haven't had a chance to really explore right. the whole ship. But what I've seen is, gee whiz! I'm so happy I'm here. It's it's absolutely jumping on the outside decks right now. It's a gorgeous day. We couldn't uh,
2: you could ask couldn't you ask know for more. How
4: smooth it is.
2: Yeah, definitely. When you were taping the Love Boat, did you ever think
4: cruising would get this big? Never thought about it. It was right. just a job for actors. Right. We didn't know anything about the. I I went to shoot on this ship. I didn't know there was an elevator. <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. And so now you can see what's. Ha- Thank you so much. You can see what's happened. It's just, uh, and you know our, our ship, which the critic, our show, which the Critics called the Mindless Television, Mm -hmm. really gave rebirth to the cruise industry. I remember it. I had heard about cruising, but I remember just the affluent people did that. Right. But now after we introduced it, the average guy said, I could do that too. So we brought cruising to everybody. And you know, about our little show, I'll tell you one line just comes to me now. When the show was canceled, it was all over. We always had a place in New York City. Went back there, I brought my... Uh, close to the cleaners, a little girl was there, and she said, aren't you the captain? I said, well, I used to be, but they've canceled that show. I said, I know, I know. And she said, you've got to tell them to put it back on. I said, why should I tell them to put it back on? She said, because that show used to give me something to dream about. There's nothing on television that gives me anything to dream about. And when you think of all the different elements, why was that show successful? Why was that... That was one of the things that nobody ever talks about and allow people to realize their dreams. And so many people uh, who work for cruise ships now Mm -hmm. had those dreams. Even the captain of this ship told me he saw our show and wanted to become a captain. And that was it.
2: How does it feel to be such a big part of the rebirth of an industry?
4: Oh, it's very humbling and just nice as an actor who's a, actor who's been very lucky yeah. and very blessed to, to have that opportunity to be a part of really recreating this incredible. It just, you know, it's great to be a part of a business that makes people happy. Mm-hmm. And this does. This exp- expands their their visions their horizons and getting to meet people they never met before and seeing places they have seen before and a lot of joy a lot yeah, of joy
2: do you uh, do you ever cruise off camera or do you have a sailboat of your own or anything like that <sighs>
4: I don't think I could handle it. Maybe if I was 50, I could. Right. I'm a little bit older than that now. But uh, that would be a lot of fun to be if someone else was on it. I would go on it. But, right. you know.
2: Your autobiography, this is your captain speaking, my fantastic voyage through Hollywood, faith, and life. You really pulled back the curtain on that. Did you have any hesitations when you went to uh, pin that book? Not at all.
4: No. I wanted to share what I felt. See, most of, most of my entire life as an actor, I realized one day, my whole being, everything, I, every dollar I've ever made, was speaking what somebody else wrote. Mm-hmm. Somebody else created those sure. people. And I reached 82, and I said, I think it's about time I wrote about me, right. what I, what I want to say. And so I gave vent to various incidents in my house, in my home, in my life. Some were happy, some were very unhappy. Mm-hmm. But with the perseverance and the blessings of God, I was able to continue on with a career. There's a reoccurring word in your book that I've noticed, and it's grateful. Why is that? Well, I could have died so many times. Mm-hmm. We did lose our first baby in New York, so we almost were not able to have, if we listened to the doctor, any more children. But we had four. Wow. You know, That's a blessing. That sure was. And then it continued one after the other. Some of the choices I made for shows... Some didn't go. Some did go. Mm-hmm. Some this especially exceeded my expectations. The Mary Tyler Moore Show. You, you go in it when you get when you read a script like that. You say, man, this is one of the best scripts I've ever read. And then you finally get to play Murray Slaughter on this right. thing, and you everybody's in love with everybody, and <laughs> the, the numbers are going through the roof, and sure. it, it's exceeding the desire and the love that really just exists between actors having a steady job. Yeah. You know, and so I know I'm just I'm. I'm grateful. I mean, I could have died a few times. I got through that and the big man upstairs has been looking for me. Yeah,
2: definitely. He sure does. Uh, what's one takeaway you want people who read your book to kind of walk away
4: with? To know that they have a choice. Mm-hmm. If they don't like where they are, if they don't like where, who they are, they can always change. There's someone else. If you just put your, if you just asked God to come into your life, yeah. some of us never had a father. He's the father. He can take care of you. His arms are out saying, just give me all your problems and I'll walk you through it. Very cool. Gavin McLeod, thank you so much for being on Cruise Radio, my friend. Oh, thanks.
2: simply love our next guest. Why? Because he uh, helps me out on the weekend travel show, and he's sailing on Royal Princess this week from VacationEvangelist.com. Jason Coleman, welcome, buddy. Good to be with you. Absolutely, man, and good seeing you as always. So, uh, for someone who has sailed Princess like you have, because uh, you, you've sailed quite a bit, well, what were your first impressions of the ship?
5: Well, I liked it. Uh, I really, really liked it. It's a nice um, step up for Princess. I really like what they've done with the Lido deck. You know, introducing some new features. Features like the water fountain and light show, um, especially at night. Last night they, they showed us all four shows, and I think they're just terrific. I think uh, one of the things I really liked is that they've kind of collected the best of Princess from all their ships and and kind of put them all together here on on Ruby, and I really like that. It, it, I think it's a terrific ship. I think people are really going to enjoy it.
2: Well, let's talk about Ruby because that was their last ship in uh, 2008, I believe.
5: Uh, in way of design, is there much difference between Ruby and Royal Princess? Uh, the one thing I like about Princess is their their ships all feel very similar. So when you're walking the decks, uh, you'll notice spaces. I mean, there's a few tweaks here and there, um, but but they feel really much uh, at home. Uh, Princess Captain Circle members are really going to feel like they know the ship. There's a few new um, elements that I really enjoyed. I love the new layout for the Horizon Court and the Bistro. It's much more open, a lot less lines, um, a lot uh, j- just freer environment. It, I think that's a definite improvement. One of the new spaces I really liked was Princess. Princess Live. It's it's kind of a multi-use function space. It uh, they they do TV studio events, um, lots of cruise activities in there, um, and, and a couple other things that I really liked is it's a much larger adult pool area and sanctuary that has cabanas. Um, one thing, uh, though, to note on this ship is that there is no indoor pool um, like some of the other princess ships. But a new um, addition in terms of accommodations, which I think guests are also going to like, is they've introduced deluxe balconies. So this is kind of a step in between their regular balconies and um, the mini suites. They, they give you a little bit more square footage and a love seat in the room. So I think that's a nice uh, uh, addition as well. And another public space on this ship is the piazza.
2: Kind of paint that picture of us for the piazza.
5: Well, the other Princess ships kind of have an atrium, and they've converted them into a piazza area, but um, they've really taken it to a new level with Royal Princess. The piazza is kind of, um, it's a three-deck high area that's got spiral staircases in it it's a large open space it's really the heart of the ship there's activity going on there non-stop throughout the day various different musicians i know last night there was um, a beatles tribute group uh, that was really terrific um, but they've got all kinds of entertainers and, and mini shows they're not long maybe 15 20 minutes um, i saw um, a chinese acrobatic Um, act as well, but it also has lots of um, bars and cafes, the International Cafe is located there, Bellini's um, the seafood bar, Alfredo's pizzeria, the crooners bar. Um, so it's really a great place to just hang out, have a drink before dinner. Um, it's a great meeting place for people to meet uh, you know, before you go off the ship for soar excursions. So they've really taken the Piazza to the next level on Royal Princess, and I think it's a great addition to the ship.
2: I guess it'd be safe to say the Piazza could be considered like the central nervous system of the ship. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
5: And What was some of your favorite uh, areas among the Piazza? Uh, I spent a lot of time at Bellini's right. um, uh, and the International Cafe. That, I, you know, I, last night, I hate to say, I closed down the nightclub. <laughs> and um, at 2 o'clock in the morning, the International Cafe has a selection of sandwiches and desserts. So it's a great uh, midnight snack before heading back to bed.
2: I thought it was pretty cool outside on the public areas. You had the, uh, the mini uh, Bellagio fountains out there. Uh, and also, let's talk about the Sea Walk, because that's pretty cool.
5: Yeah the Cbox and uh something new to Royal Princess as well it's it's a two-deck glass-enclosed and open-air walkway um, and it protrudes out from the side of the ship so when you're out on it you've got a glass floor you can look down it's your 16 decks up you've got great views of the water passing deep below but you can also look back onto the ship um, now you're looking back onto some balconies and, and looking down below but it's a terrific new feature and on the other side of the ship they've got a, a complimentary bar that's called the Sea View Bar which um, also has the same kind of thing a glass type floor that you can and look down uh, while having your drinks there on the Lido deck, and, and it's a it's a really nice feature that, that was very, very popular with all the guests. I should probably say, you say complimentary bar, but it's not free booze there. Yes, not complimentary in terms of free. <laughs> <laughs> complimentary in terms of on the other side of the ship. Okay, because, you know,
2: you say complimentary in bar, and I kind of, my, my ears perk up there. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> For someone who's never sailed a Princess before, more specifically, Royal Princess, uh, what advice would you have?
5: Well, a couple things come to mind immediately, and, and Princess is really known for being an innovator in the balconies and the mini suite space. Uh, if you look at any of their ships, they're they're just crowded with balconies, um, ba- balconies and affordable balconies as well. So you really do your dis yourself a disservice um, by doing anything other than a balcony. And I think the new addition on Royal Princess that's great is uh, the availability of the availability of those deluxe balconies. So it gives you an option to step up um, if you want to try something a little bit more without having to go right into a full mini suite. And the other thing that I want to point out about Royal is that um, there's, there's, there's almost unlimited dining options in venues. So don't overlook all the different options from, you know, the, the main or the anytime restaurants um, to the Horizon Court and the Horizon Bistro. There's Alfredo's Pizzeria, which is part of um, the piazza. There's the seafood bar, the Crown Grill, which is their signature steakhouse, which is uh, really great for a special occasion or a date night kind of thing. So it's just loaded with all kinds of dining options, and, and you really do yourself a disservice here by not taking advantage of all of them. If you want to stalk Jason,
2: you can find him at VacationEvangelist.com. Jason Coleman, brother, thanks for being on Cruise Radio. Thanks, Doug. All
1: right, that'll do it. If you want to see any of the photos and coverage from Doug sailing on Royal Princess, head to cruiseradio.net or facebook.com slash cruiseradio. A big thanks to Karen Candy and all the folks at Princess Cruises Public Relations for making our interviews and experiences possible. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford, and this is Cruise Radio. For advertising opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net.
0: I'm your adopter. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time test to gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale.